Hi, I'm Jeremy, pastor of First Christian Church in Valamosa Springs. We're a small country church with one amazing God. If you're new to the faith or just wanting to grow in your faith, I invite you to join us this Sunday. Gathering time begins at 1030 where we share coffee and breakfast items. And then at 11 o'clock, we begin worship. Everyone is welcomed at First Christian. We're your community church since 1830. I want to thank you for listening today to our sermon podcast. This past Sunday, we looked at Hebrews chapter 10, verses 23 through 25, focusing in on a very interesting phrase that the writer uses, provoking one another to love and good deeds. Let's hop in the Bible and read the passage together. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 23 through 25. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for God is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much more as we see the day approaching. What a strange uh, phrase that is in our Bibles. The writer says that we need to provoke one another to love and to good works. You know, usually when we hear that word provoke, we don't often think of good intentions or good outcomes. We might think of the person in the morning time uh, on our commute uh, who maybe cuts us off on 565 or on Memorial Parkway, and they cut us off and they don't even use their blinker. And that provokes us. It, It stirs something up within us. Or we might think back when we were kids and we were all in the back seat of the car, elbow to elbow, And we had that cousin who would play that game, I'm not touching you. And they would put their finger as close as they possibly could and repeat over and over, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Until you were so annoyed and frustrated and angered that you just reached out and maybe socked him in the shoulder. Of course, your parent or your your relative would turn around and they would get on to you and If you were like me, the first thing you would say, I didn't do it. He did it. He provoked me. We might think of that person at the office who comes in every day and, you know, they just have a poor attitude and they always know the button to push, the look, the action, the the word that just provokes something within us. You know, when we use that word provoke, It usually means to stir up a feeling or to call something out of someone that's really unwanted. It's it's not something that that person desires to have. It's not an emotion they want to feel. It's not a reaction. But, you know, we, we have that power over one another. Our words and our actions, sometimes as something as simple as a look, can stir up or call out of someone a reaction. The writer this morning takes the word provoke, which literally means to call out. And he uses that word in a a very unique way. He says, 
I know the power that you have over one another. I know that just by a word or an action, you can call out an emotion in your neighbor or maybe in a fellow church member or a a spouse, a husband, wife, a, a child. And the writer says that's a power that we all have to be able to do that to someone else. But the writer says instead of using that for evil, why don't we begin to use that power for good? He says, why don't we call out the good in our neighbors? Why don't we provoke our uh, husbands or our wives and, and, and instead of calling out an unwanted reaction, begin to use our power of word and deed to call out love and good works from one another? Usually when we're provoked, we don't think of love or good deeds. Uh, We think of anger or we think of uh, an unwanted reaction or frustration or annoyance. And that's usually how it's used, unfortunately. But, you know, I think we all have the ability to to really to, to call out the best in those around us. I love how the writer of Hebrews connects not just this idea of calling out the best in one another with just our daily life, but he he connects it to worship. You know, the church ought to be the one place in the world, and I believe this with with all of my heart, the church ought to be the one place in the world where the best is called out of people. Love, good deeds, where we encourage one another. And the writer of Hebrews says, you know, as we see the day approaching, the day of Jesus's return, We ought to be meeting together more and more and encouraging each other more and more because, you know, around us out, you know, when we're in the world, when we're in our communities, when we're at our jobs, so often we're provoked and we're not encouraged. But, you know, as we meet together in worship, it's time for us to get together and to become peace and love and mercy and forgiveness to those around us. We can use this power provoking, not for evil, but for good. Let us think today how we might provoke, call out the best in those around us. There was a guy named Francis who once wrote a beautiful prayer. He said, Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, let me bring pardon. Where there is doubt, Lord, may may I be faith. Lord, where there is despair, may I be hope. Lord, where there is darkness, may I be light. Lord, where there is sadness, may I be the joy. You know, every morning we have to wake up and decide that we're going to follow Jesus. The writer of Hebrews says, let us hold fast to our profession of faith in Jesus without wavering. You know, every morning when we wake up, we have to set our eyes on living like Jesus. And you know what Jesus did every day of his life? He went out and he found people who felt broken. And he shared with them a God who could bring wholeness. He went out and found people who couldn't think of themselves as anything more than sinners. And Jesus reached out and he he picked them up. He encouraged them. He showed them the way to God. You know, if we're every day holding firmly to our profession of faith in Jesus, then that means every morning when we set out on our journey, 
that we're choosing intentionally to follow in his footsteps. And if Jesus lived every day of his life as an encourager, so should his followers. Let's think today, how can I call out the best in those around me? How can I be an encouragement to my husband or to my wife? How can I be an encouragement to my children? How can I be an encouragement to that person I work with or go to school with? That's the call of Jesus. That's the call that he's placed on all of us. He says that we have to make that decision every day. Come and follow me. Let us go out today and be those who encourage those around us. Thanks for listening to our Sunday Sermon Recap. I can't wait to see you in church this Sunday. We'll be looking at the very first words in the Bible in Genesis chapter 1. Like all books, the first sentence is an important one. In the first few words of Genesis, the book of beginnings, we learn who God is and why it's so important to have God in our lives. If you need more information about our church, you can check us out online at visitfirstchristian.com. Uh, from your friends at First Christian Church in Valamosa Springs, I want to wish you a very blessed day. See you soon.